Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I am Alexa. I am Ambrosia. And we have a very magical guest here with us today, Scottish-born author, speaker, and pioneer of spiritual ascension, Callista. Hi, Callista. Hello, everybody. Hi, loves. How are you? Doing so well. So we've been so excited uh, for this interview. You you came highly recommended from one of our listeners who loves you and everything you do. And as soon as we saw you and your profile, we were like, yes, this is very up our alley. So, <laughs> so nice to have you here. Yeah, I feel like we're going to go into some really interesting, magical chats. Yeah, I'm feeling the magic already. Awesome. Well, since this is your first time here on our podcast, we would love if you would share a little bit more about your story and, you know, how you came to work in this super magical space. It's been an interesting one. I guess we all have an interesting story, but um, I used to be a cancer research scientist. So completely different to this and look different, was different within myself. Um, Yeah, I was a cancer research scientist up until 2006. And nothing against pharmaceutical companies, but I saw so much commercialization of health. Mm -hmm. And even though I wanted to help people, this is what I help people now, that's always been like the mainstay. I could not be in that atmosphere (laughs) um, anymore. And I was getting nudges from spirit and the angels And I'd shut down a lot of those abilities as I was growing up because I used to be, when I was younger, really sensitive. I remember seeing my first angel when I was six at my grand's house. She, her house was haunted by the spirit of a man who had taken his life uh, in the building beside hers. And this man would always come into my bedroom when I was sleeping over at my grand's. And I, I couldn't understand it. I was very scared. And I remember asking for something, someone to protect me. And my guardian angel came forward. And yeah, I was very aware as a child, a lot of my family members were spiritualist mediums or healers, healers. But as I grew up, I shut that down. I think a lot of us shut down our gifts, don't we, when we're we're growing up because not everybody has that, view on life and I just wanted to fit be you know fit in and be popular and do all the things that teenagers do and get all of that got turned down so yeah went to uni studied to become a medical biotechnologist was a cancer research scientist for years up until around about 2006 when as I said I just I just became disillusioned by it all Mm 
just I just wanted to step away either to start a family or do my PhD but spirit came forward with another option which was to study Reiki mm. and so you know Reiki has opened the door for so many on our path hasn't it mm-hmm. yeah. so I started courses in Reiki became a healer had all of these like cynical judgments and all, all this sort of facade that I'd built up that I had to break down all the all the stories, my own stories that I was carrying. And uh, as that happened, I saw that I was able to affect and help others have these positive shifts in an hour compared to just working in a pharmaceutical company, making the fat cats richer and not really doing anything, to, you know, not seeing the results. Yeah, so it took me about six months to leave, to like battle with the inner ego, you know, to leave the job and to leave. I was engaged to be married, leave all my friends, which worked in the industry and and leave. And I, But I did, I, I took the leap, became a, a healer, uh, created skincare infused products with Reiki and angel Ooh. healing, started working with the angels. And long story short, um, we created uh, therapy systems. One of them is called Angel Healing. It's a hands-on uh, energy therapy system that's taught around the world and unicorn healing. And so, yeah, I've been teaching them ever since, wrote books. Uh, yeah, just enjoying the magical life. Very different from my science background. Wow. That's so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. What a transition too. You know, like what a what different worlds. Um and it's interesting too because it's like the thing that brought you into both of these worlds was the same intention, just like a different way of trying to go about doing it, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Looking looking back, I know a part of my higher self walked in and an old part of me walked out. You know, when you talk about walk-ins, yeah. it very much was was that sort of experience because everything shift, uh, not just physically, but, you know, the way I saw things, the way I interacted with people, everything changed. The dynamic mm-hmm. changed. But, yeah, like you see, Alexa, that the mainstay is, is helping people. That's never changed. Mm-hmm. And. Now you're helping people in it, – it, it also feels like – and just from even like looking at your profile, it feels like one of the ways you're helping people, you feel like – it feels like there's so much um, magic and childlike uh, wonder and that permission to play and tap back into that inner child that loves the rainbows and the unicorns and, and all of that, you know, like we're told, especially in our culture – you know, once you hit a certain age, okay, done with that, that's make-believe. And really that's a part of us losing that that magic and imagination and play and, you know, that connects us to our intuition. And so, um, you know, what's your perspective on, on that, like these realms of the unicorns and the rainbows and the magic and the angels? <laughs> like what's your take on that? Yeah, I mean, you've hit the nail on the head. When we were, when we were young, in our childhood, we're taught to play. In our adulthood, we're taught to work. I like to support people to discover their godhood, like discover their mm-hmm. divinity. And our godhood 
it's like going back to being childlike. It's coming back to our innocence. It's coming back to feeling good about making pleasure and play a priority. In fact, a must in our life. Really, really important. And I do that hand in hand with the angels and the unicorns who are here in absolute droves. More and more people are connecting with them, seeing their symbology and their signs. <clears throat> and of course, we know we are going through a pivotal point of our ascension. And this is why so many people are waking up and they're waking up from the stories of having to work, having to be in that and that you know this has to this is the way life is and they're starting to remember their godhood they're starting to remember who they are so that's yeah that's what i'm really passionate about at the moment is helping people to wake up and remember mm. and to play as much as they can and this is what the unicorns help us to do is to reconnect us to wonder you know, to seeing the wonderment in all. And uh, God, we need that right now in the world, do we not? Definitely, yeah. What are some signs um, from unicorns that we could look out for? You mentioned some signs. Yeah, unicorns. So you always know if unicorns are around, if you hear more than normal birds, birds singing, oh, or wow. birds are coming towards you. Yeah. Um, of course, rainbows. Rainbows are a really clear sign. As well as the symbology of the unicorn. If you're seeing unicorn pictures or memes or uh, like the unicorn horn or just those bright colours, you know that unicorn energy is around you. And I find that when a person is ready, their unicorn guide will come into their dream time mm -hmm. and they'll start to have dreams about unicorns or or they'll be sitting in meditation and all of a sudden they'll see, sense, know a unicorn coming forward or an alicorn. They're, of course, their unicorn horn from their third eye will just come in. Yeah. Or they might even see, I've heard from lots of people in meditation, that they see themselves with a unicorn horn. Okay. And that is, yeah, that's a clear sign that it's re you're ready to start connecting with these beautiful beings. Mm, how what are some things that the the unicorns say like what is the message different or is there um a common theme with them they're, they're different to angels in the respect that angels they bridge to us through our compassion through our heart mm. and they help us to be better people the best version of ourselves whereas unicorns connect through our soul and our spirit so they connect through our memories our soul memories and they begin to awaken our gifts our purpose our passions our whole sense of why we are here and what is the job we're here to do they awaken that so angels open the door and unicorns <laughs> you through and you go on adventures with them are are pegasus in the same category as unicorns like do you ever connect with pegasus energy yeah pegasus the pegasus energy started coming into the earth 2015 and a lot of so the modality uh that i teach is called unicorn healing it's the only hands-on 
uh, unicorn therapy certified anyway worldwide and it's been taught since 2009 and every year the course changes and shifts based on where the collective consciousness is what we're needing 2015 in every attunement to the students when they come and they receive an attunement to the unicorn energy pegasus started to come in and they would see these massive big wings because of course pegasus look like unicorns but they have huge big wings sometimes they have horns sometimes they don't it's just the angelic wings and everybody was starting to see the pegasus and now they're a pivotal part of the system um they are the celestial cousins if you like of the unicorns they carry a lot of uh the unicorn virtues but they are really here and they come forward. Not everybody has a Pegasus guide. Everybody has a unicorn guide, but those that have a Pegasus guide, those individuals are here to create very big change for the earth. They have a vision beyond just themselves and their you know, reality, and they're here to help the collective. Do you feel like you have a Pegasus guide, Alexa? Yeah. <laughs> I had one come in meditation. This is like a couple months ago. It just like came out of nowhere. I was working on healing something actually. Like in my meditation, I was kind of going and I was doing some shadow work. And uh, when I felt this shift in this thing that I needed to heal, all of a sudden I I saw in my mind's eye a pegasus like burst out from my heart space and it was circling around me like shoom, shoom, shoom. So high energy. Um, And I was, you know, connecting with it for a little while. I haven't been connecting with it like in the past few weeks, but it even like gave me a name and it was just really, I really liked the energy. So mm-hmm. that's very cool. They are, they're like a celestial motivational coach. They just <laughs> kick you up the backside, whatever you need. Um, they help to bring in, but yeah, that's a really great sign that you cool. connected. You received a name. Fantastic. Wait, can you go back to what, because you just said you were like, everyone has a unicorn guide, but not everyone has a Pegasus guide. So every single person has a unicorn guide? If they are incarnated in this point of ascension, yeah, they have a unicorn guide. Wow. Absolutely. And how how can people connect with their unicorn guide if they haven't already? The The first step in connecting with your unicorn guide is to first of all, believe in their existence. You don't have to even, even if you just believe that they're an archetype, Mm -hmm. they're an archetype energy for greater change, wonder, play, majesty, magic. If that is your start and foundation, great. But you have to have some willingness, some openness to bring them into your life. And then you can ask them to come into your dream time or your meditation would be better so you can make a conscious connection with them. That's the way that I did it. Um, I'd never connected with unicorns before. I sat down in meditation. I asked if I have a unicorn guide, may you come forward? Two came forward straight away. Um, this was years ago. And I have a huge big Celtic unicorn and a royal-like female who's more in the background on this side. And they help me to see that there's there's many lineages of different unicorns, mm-hmm. just like there's many different types of angels. And they shared where they've come from, all the different lineages, why they're here, 
how they can support us, how they how they support the Sleeping Beauties who are not here to wake up. They're just here to have the 3D life, but they're still helping them. Um, Sleeping Beauty is such a, such a nicer term than muggles. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I do love Harry Potter, but yeah, Sleeping yeah. Beauties, I like. Yeah, everybody. I call everybody a beautiful soul because we, we really are. We all have our own beauty. And when we start working with our divinity, we realize this. And it opens the door for seeing everyone as equal. Mm. So powerful. Can we talk a little bit about um, – oh, wait. I had one more question about the unicorn healing. So someone else started this modality and you, you trained in it or did you start this modality? No, I, I created it with the unicorns. 2009 it was registered. Wow. And can people train under you to be a unicorn healer? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of I our really do. is going to freak out right now. <laughs> Probably. I just kind of hold the space. It's not coming through me. It's through their unicorn guides. But uh, yeah, every year it's it's shared, the modality. It's uh, over three months. It's now distant learning program. Mm-hmm. And uh, every week over those 12 weeks, Everybody gets introduced to a different type of unicorn. They receive an attunement. They get home play, it's called, like for that week. And it is so transformational. It's just, yeah, it completely changes your life when you start to work with these bees. What are some transformations that you've seen firsthand? I mean, I, you went through yours and that's a big, powerful yeah. story. What are some I, I went through mine and they also talk about manic one of the big things is manifesting so they'll bring in what you need whether emotional mental physical spiritual to express your gifts and your purpose um you know how you have what's it called shark tank in the states yeah 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 so there's something equivalent here in the uk called dragon's den and uh they guided me to enter this competition. I literally just heard about it two days before it was about to close. The prize was you win your own shop. And I had in my mind a crystal shop with a workshop space, treatment space. And yeah, so I just heard it two days before the competition closed. They helped me get it all organized, have a big presentation. I had to go like, you know, at the time I had like crazy pink hair. Uh, went in front had this big interview with all these you know men in suits just sitting there listening to me talk about unicorns and and angels but they helped me win the they helped me win the the prize and I this is where unicorn healing was born it was a a shop and treatment center called ethereal light I had it for three years I never paid one one bit of rent or bills or anything it was all free but we wow. did a lot of outreach, outreach work anyway, so we gave a lot away. So it just, it was very cyclical. Awesome. I think I want to do this. <laughs> I, you should. <laughs> you know why? Because I've, I have another coach I've been working with on, on another aspect of my life, and we were just talking about how she's like, have you ever uh, done Reiki? And I was like, no, like I, I had kind of dabbled in energy healing, but like I've really never... I'm like the one person in the spiritual community that's never done like a Reiki training or something. And um, she's like, I really think you you should just do something like that because a part of me is so energetic and this is the part of me that I'm really needing to cultivate right now, like this sensitive, like energetic part of mm-hmm. me. 
which mm-hmm. is why she was recommending that. And I was like, I mean, unicorn uh, energy sounds pretty fun. It sounds way better so, than yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> Reiki, no Reiki, no offense to Reiki. Yeah, no, no offense, offense but yeah, okay, Reiki's kind of like Meh, I like it, but. This is very, it's very grounding Reiki, but yeah, unicorn healing it takes you through hand positions. So yeah, you you, you learn how to give a a session, a treatment of unicorn healing. Cool. But to be honest, seeing people's transformations, people come for them, but they end up leaving as a practitioner, and they can go and establish a business if they want. So it's kind of it's professional and personal. Yeah. One of our favorite things about having a podcast is getting to connect with our amazing community of listeners like you. And now Hey Hero is making it really easy and fun to do just that. Hey Hero is a platform that allows our listeners to ask us questions and receive a customized video response in just a few days. This has been so awesome for us, Ambie, because sometimes people aren't really ready to make the full investment for a full reading or a coaching session or a tapping session, but maybe they have a specific problem or issue they need an answer for right now, and this allows them to do that. And we have a really special discount for InnerBloom listeners. When you use the code INNERBLOOM in all caps at checkout, you'll get 30% off your question or your tap or your mini coaching session. Yeah, Ambi, we've been using Hey Hero for a while. What type of questions have you been getting? People have been asking me about their uh, spiritual gifts, getting in touch with their guides, and connecting with loved ones in spirit. Yeah, it's been cool because I've been getting to share very mini tapping videos with people to give them like a little tap they can keep in their pocket for when they're stressed out about work or relationships or money. If you want to try Hey Hero, you can click our Hey Hero profile linked in the show notes of this episode, or you can search some of the other amazing intuitive creators by going to astrology.heyhero.com. We can't wait to answer your questions on Hey Hero. Well, wait, so what happens when someone receives a unicorn healing session? Is it a physical healing? Is it an energy healing? Is it like a emotional healing? Because, Because the unicorns help us connect with our soul and our spirit that energy so yeah it's hands-on so some sometimes it's physically touching sometimes it's in the auric field that energy goes straight to the root goes straight to the root and then based on that person's higher self what they're allowing because ultimately they're doing the healing aren't they like mm-hmm. the client's always doing the healing mm-hmm. so then then it will be dispersed whether it needs to go to physical level, emotional, mental. So cool. That's yeah. awesome. I love it. When are you doing the next um, certification or does it happen all the time? It happens once a year, sometimes twice a year. Um, the next one begins March 19th. Oh, it's coming up. Coming up. Awesome. And we do every year something called Rise Like a Unicorn, which is like a three-day online treat where you just connect with the unicorn energy it's completely free and that's march 4th 5th and 6th so maybe if people want to just try it like just try see the transformation that you can create in three days and it normally is quite big that's exciting yeah it's really fun (laughs) yeah people are gonna love this and we'll we'll can we'll get all your information for all of this and we'll put this in the show notes so if you're listening and you're like i want to do this or i want to you know connect with her you can click and you will be able to um 
Can we talk about the female archangels? Yes. A nice segue because unicorns and the female archangels work hand in hand. It's all the divine feminine. That's so interesting because I, okay, I'm going to sound stupid when I say this, but I didn't know there were female archangels until someone came through during a reading and I was connecting and I was like, wait a minute, this isn't like a masculine archangel. This is a female archangel. And they didn't understand it. And I didn't understand it. I was like, I'm sorry. I just, I'm not making it up. I just see a female archangel here. So. You don't sound stupid at all because I didn't know that until I literally read Callista's oh, Instagram okay. bio. Yeah. I was like, huh? Good. I was I, like, maybe I'm the only one that doesn't know this information. I don't know. No, I didn't know. You know what? The female archangel, they're coming through people though. They're coming through healers and teachers and authors. And yeah. <clears throat> so we talk about the Pegasians coming really into our awareness from 2015 onwards. For the Archaea, which is the name that we give for the female archangels, the Archaea, started to come into our awareness around about 1111 when we made that transition from Aquarian age into Piscean. <clears throat> from their perspective, it was then, I know a lot of people think and feel, and that's okay, that it's 2012 mm -hmm. um, when we made that shift. And so since, since around about that time, they have been here in response to the shift into the Aquarian age, in response to the feminine, whether in male or body, doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It wants to be expressed. It's coming up to be heard and healed and empowered. And so, yeah, angels aren't, they don't have a sex, they're androgynous, just like you said, um, but they have an emanation that is masculine and an emanation that is positive, just like a just like a card or a coin. It has two sides, mm -hmm. but in essence, it's still one. Mm. Wow. Because in that patriarchal era, God was seen as a masculine entity. The son of God was a masculine entity. Angels were depicted as masculine. We, we were like, yeah. Spirituality is masculine. Got it. And we obviously knew that that is not the case. So the female archangels are coming forward in response to us making these evolutionary changes within us, as well as the consciousness shifting on the earth. They've always been there. Mm. Like the male and the female, they're always really one. But it's just that side that's been masculine is starting to shift and now we're we're making we're having these conversations with the female angelics and they work differently to the masculine just like the masculine and feminine energy within each and every one of us has a different perspective mm. wow that's so exciting yeah. what are yeah some, what are some of the most like popular female archangels or ones you work with well, the the book that I wrote um, profiles 11, 11 of the main archangels. And just to share with the listeners, there was a book that came out after mine called The Female Archangels. <laughs> so if you if you want the original, just make sure that you see you see the word Callista. Yeah. But in the book, um, there is there's drawings, there's images of each of these angels, and it took about three years to create these images. Because every time they were that myself and the artists were working on them, 
they were affecting us. <laughs> we had to make the changes. It was such a, it was a long and beautiful process. Uh, the angels that are stepping out right now are Archaea Grace, who is the twin of Uriel. I got her name. No. Is that who you're wow, working with, one? Grace? That's, um, wow. Yeah. That's, it, Information. She's not, working, she's not working with me, but like came through in a reading and I tried to get her name and she just not great at reading, but spelled it out for me. And I was like, oh gosh, I'm so sorry. And so, um, uh, yeah. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. There you go. Ambrosia, that's your confirmation. Wow. Yeah. Archaea Grace. Why is she coming forward? Okay. So another name for Grace is Aurora or Rainbow Aurora. I love that name. Um, so yeah, Uriel and Grace, two halves of the angel of fire and alchemy and change. But her essence, Grace, is the essence of, uh, if you think about an autumn landscape full of those russet reds and the golds mm -hmm. and that sense of rebirth and renewal, this is what she helps. She helps us to see that everything happens in divine timing and divine order, that there's a grace, an underlying grace weaving through even the most hardest of situations. Um, so she's really helping people to just feel good about all the changes that are happening on the earth right now. Can, that's so beautiful. Can I just say that's so crazy? Because the second you started talking about that um, they symbolize like fire and uh, alchemy, like right before you said that, I intuitively just like went and picked up. I have three crystals that sit on my desk and one of them I have set the intention that it like ignites my fire and um, like it remind. It it's like and, and it's like this color. So I had just picked it up and then you said like fire, alchemy, those colors. And I was like, it's just, I don't know. It's all, it's all very okay. divine time. I love it. They're, yeah, they're, they're giving people confirmations just like the unicorns do. I love that. She's um, very empowering, very much like you've got this, like you can do this. She is so incredible. I'm going to show you a picture because I know we're on YouTube. I know the listeners won't be able to obviously see this, but. Oh, I don't wow. know if you can wow. see her. Yeah, Beautiful. we can see her. She's full of this like iridescent Beautiful. rainbow. Yeah, and like the fire and the red. Yeah. So she she helps us to you know in the new age community we talk about processing our shadows mm -hmm. and going into that. The way that she she brings forward the healing is rather than seeing this part of us as shadow and this part of light and this part is good and this part is bad. She brings it all into wholeness instead. Mm. It's a very inclusive. Um, so to put that into context, when I was writing her chapter, my dad passed <clears throat> into spirit and it brought up like so much. Ah. <sighs> just thought everything with the divine masculine I was so annoyed and not that's annoyed is like a nice light term I was angry I was angry uh, but she helped me for example to breathe into anger and ask because she is the angel of divine alchemy what is this anger given giving me and how you know how has it been serving me all my life 
What am I ready to exchange instead of this anger? So it's a more inclusive way to do shadow work. Um, and it, yeah, she really helped me to get over the passing of my dad and to see him as a being out with the identifications of father, out with the identifications of abandoner and abuser, because he was really abusive. Mm. Um, and he helped me, she helped me to to meet him as this being. And we have a relationship now that's so strong and, and incredible. We could have never had that in the physical. Yeah. Wow. So powerful. Yeah. And I really love, I think that word too, or just that, that con- the concept of alchemy right now is, is so important and powerful. Um, and I really like that concept of shadow work too, because it's, I mean, we talk about this a lot on this podcast. Like there's, it, it, we spend so much of our lives kind of trying to resist feeling the feeling instead of kind of moving with the feeling and letting that carry us into the gift of, of the feeling. Yeah. So it's beautiful. A friend of mine lately, <clears throat> and she very much holds that grace-like energy, she said, uh, who are we when we are feeling these feelings? Like, who are we in the challenge? Who are we when we're under pressure? Like, connect with ourselves there, then, in that moment, and see yourself as an artist, as a creator. Like you can transform whatever's coming up in your life. You can transform it. You are the alchemist. Mm. It's just a really nice way of looking at it. Yeah, beautiful reminder. What are some signs from angels that um, people are, are communicating with them and working with them? Or the female, female archangels in particular. Is there a way to distinguish? Right. Yeah, the, the male archangels, the, the common signs that we've known about, I guess, for a while are feathers, uh, penny coins, like scent coins or penny coins. When the female archangels are around, <laughs> they don't hold back. They really don't hold back. They are the, they're the essence within the emulation of the masculine. So are the, the, the root the word archaea means root, means origin. So when they're around in your midst, they stay with you. These, it's not like going into a meditation with Archangel Michael and you're asking him to cut the cords or give you protection. And you're you it's very physical, energetic process, and then it's over after that meditation. When you invite, for example, Archaea Faith, Michael's other half she will stay with you until you have faced the fear, like the reason why you wanted to be protected. She'll help you to face that fear and to open your heart to the fear and go on a journey with fear. Like she's just, um, so the, the signs is just the knowingness that you are, you're just protected, that there's a big sister there who's got your back. Um, practically speaking, you'll receive a lot of repetitive nudges and repetitive thoughts and guidance that's trying to make you to like, you know, take that. Are you getting that approach? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's funny. That makes me laugh. You know, what's interesting. I wanted to ask you. So when I connect, um, 
with the with these beautiful angels um, or with goddesses sometimes, I've noticed that the physical room that I'm in shifts. It physically looks different and feels different to me. And it's almost like I'm in a different reality. Does that make sense? It does. It does. They do. They come in and occupy the space. And it's so big because they are reflecting to you who you are. And there's nowhere to hide. There's nowhere to distract yourself. It's like, this is you, Ambrosia. Like, this is, you know, yeah, yeah. definitely. Awesome. That's the feminine for you. The feminine doesn't really have a form and can't be contained. It's it's pure creation energy. Mm, I like that. I like imagining that and feeling into that. I've taken so many deep breaths during this conversation, which is always such a good sign to me. It's like I I just feel like you you know, and you have such a very um, calm, present yeah. energy, and I it's such a it's just such a reminder to me, like you know, when we as beings can really just be in our essence and be connected to who we are and what we're here to share and just be calm in that. It's so yeah. healing to everyone around. It's like you truly do just become this vessel for things to flow through and, and it's it's really powerful. So thank you for, you know, showing up in that way and being that reminder. <laughs> Thank you for seeing that. I'm not always calm with three young kids, but I try to be. <laughs> Ambie has three young kids. Too. I have three young kids too. Oh, hats yeah, off to you. <laughs> yeah, you too. You too. Oh, wow. Good times. Well, this has been so beautiful and powerful. Um, Calista, is there anything else you want to share before we go into like how can people contact you and get certified by you and all that? Just to, if you were interested in working with the Archaea, the female angelics or the unicorns, know that they are there to help you. They're here to support you and everybody has access to them. Invite them to come into your dreams, invite them to come into your life, invite them. I love saying, you know, if, if, if I was completely new to them, I would say, loving unicorns me come in to my reality and to my awareness in the most miraculous and magical and most pleasure-filled ways you know make it a bloody adventure because spirituality is just so sometimes it can be so serious yeah yep. these beings are light they want to help us to be more light to take ourselves lightly and to find the punchline find the humor in the most challenging situations because that is what moves us through that's the grace <laughs> yeah. i love it i got so many chills while you were just speaking there so um quote. maybe i the fe female archangels are giving me the nudges to work with the unicorns it's all coming together in this moment <laughs> honestly i'm not kidding i'm not just saying that alexa if you're seeing pegasus and you've you've made that connection i know because you i guess you just have to take my word for it but since 2000 it. since 2009 teaching unicorn healing the amount of emails i've had from people before they join the course and they say the pegasus has just came in or the unicorns have just came in and that is the sign that they are ready that is the sign so yeah i hope you do come and study i do too i'm excited 
Um, that is so cool. And thank you so much. It's cool. It's really cool when you when we get to connect with people and then you think about like, how did this person come to me? And it totally was just like someone, hey, you should, you know, it's it all feels very divinely orchestrated. Um, and it's it's so beautiful to meet you. Um, how can people, if they do want to work with you or they do want to participate in that, um, the three. Rise like three, a unicorn. Yeah. yeah. How can people yes. connect with you? So uh, my handle on social media is Callista Ascension. I hang out a lot on Instagram. So just come over and say hello, Callista Ascension, or Callista Ascension on Facebook, or CallistaAscension.com. Yeah, and Rise Like a Unicorn, March 4th, 5th, and 6th, completely free. Come and just experience the energy, see what it's like. That's exciting. Love it. Awesome. We will put all that information in the show notes. It's been so amazing to connect with you. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing. And uh, until next time, everyone, keep on blooming. Thank you, guys. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. 